Welcome to the Cassette Diaries, a fiction podcast about endings, the whimsy of girlhood, and lost or king things that hide in your attic, yearning to be discovered. Tape 5, September 12, 1993. I called Evie last night. She was pretty confused, but I guess we've gained some sort of reputation for always looking into weird stuff and snooping around since she asked her grandma right away. We can go over there tomorrow morning to ask her about the cave. I remember that year Mary and I were obsessed with those caves. We'd get our bikes and head off every weekend. Then summer came around. And it feels like we rode over there every single day. I know, I mean, realistically, that we didn't. But that's what it felt like. That's all I even remember from that year. When we were 12, that and bleaching her hair for the first time. Her tiny bathroom, the fumes from the bleach, that warm breeze that blow in from time to time through her bedroom window. And then we'd lose momentum from the layers of curtains that were still on the way. The sweat sticking my hair to the back of my neck. It felt like the end of an era when Ada came along. Like something ended and I missed the credits. I think they both thought I was jealous and I was a little bit, but mostly I just felt betrayed. No one told me the movie was about to end. I'd make sure to really pay attention if they had. And then I could remember more than just pedaling and pedaling and pedaling and churning Mary's hair yellow. And when Sarah came along, it felt so right that she'd be a part of us that I forgot. But that was another ending too. I just chose it myself. So it felt like a beginning instead. The idea of Mary all alone in that cave, searching for a hiding spot, for that one place where she'd be safe. We would have gone with her. We'd even wait outside if that's what she wanted. But maybe the problem was us. Maybe that's who she was hiding from as well. Did we suffocate her? Everyone would always ask if we didn't get tired of living out of each other's pockets. I always said no. When things were good, they were good. Not like some sort of Russian doll where we live inside one another, but a perfect and endless extension of ourselves. Like when we were all together, we could go on and on, growing outwards beyond the trees and the fields and the skyline, existing forever. I don't know if we'll even find anything. Maybe this is just another dead end. 
Maybe a key is just a key. Maybe everything is just itself and can only ever be what it is and I try so hard to make it into more. So I don't know about you guys, but to me, that wasn't super helpful. All Mrs. S did was scare me. It's Mr. Mailer all over again. Look, it can't be that bad in there. Jane and Mary used to go all the time, right, Jane? Right? Uh, no, it's definitely a little dangerous. Oh, God. What? I told y'all. I meant what I said. Mary and I almost got lost in there. It might have been a little more than almost, too. Yeah, what did Miss Sharp say to you? Something about you guys being lucky that Wicker Boy was walking by that day? Wicker? That new deputy guy, Wicker? Yeah, yeah. He was Mars' neighbors back then. I don't know what he was doing around those woods that day, but, uh, well... Well? We were kind of, maybe, screaming for help. Screaming? Our tone was a little bit elevated, and he heard us and guided us back out, and we never heard the end of it for the rest of the year. That and Mary Hero worshipped him for a while. I hate that guy. Shmarmy little... Jane? Yeah? I don't even know what to say. It is a blessing and a curse to be so dazzling as to render others speechless. Oh yeah, that's definitely what it is. What about you, Sarah? What do you think about this? I think that we're going to need some breadcrumbs. Metaphorical ones. Is it a metaphor or an analogy? I always confuse no, the no. two. No, no. It's definitely a metaphor. An analogy is when okay, you have... Okay, some string to mark the way. A flashlight, too. Or one each, I think. Should we just go tomorrow morning? Only if it's not still raining. You heard, Miss Sharp. The passageways can flood if it's storming bad enough. It's Saturday, September 4th. Current time is... 3.16 p.m. 3.16 p.m. In case anyone needs this tape for future evidence on Mary's case, or if anything happens to us today, and all that's left is this tape. Nothing's gonna happen. If we're not back by 7, my sister will get help, remember? Right. Right. That's true. Responsible. So do we just pick a direction? Yes. I think left... That's the path we took when we got lost. It's also where we went into the deepest. If she managed to memorize the way, well, it'd be nearly impossible for someone to just stumble upon whatever that key opens. Alrighty-o. Lead the way. Wait, let me grab the string. Okay, we can go now. What do you guys think we're going to find? I mean, what do you think is inside whatever the key opens? It could be anything. A secret? A second journal? Written in code? Or a drawing of the true culprit? 
A letter would be nice. One that's addressed to us. A little unlikely, but nice. Letters are ghosts made real. Hmm? What? Something I heard my aunt tell my mom once. She asked her why she stopped writing back and would only call to answer her letters. It was like their college tradition and it lasted until I was little. But that's what she said. Letters are ghosts made real. A faint impression traveling, looking for a safe moment to exist in, looking for home and cursed to never find it. That's why she stopped writing, said she refused to be a ghost. If it is a letter, it's gonna be the last time she ever speaks to us. Better than her just telling me to scoot over because my butt was taking up too much mattress space. I don't know. Either way, I'm not afraid of ghosts. Now that's what we like to hear. Me neither. I'll just take whatever I can get. Even if it's just some blurry copy of a blurry copy of her. Okay, walking faster now. No one said anything about rocks falling from the ceiling. It's a cave in the middle of the woods. We literally just walked past a sign that said, Do not walk past this point. What did you expect? I don't know. Less of a chance of getting a concussion, maybe? Ow! Shit! Man, just when the other knee had scabbed over. Oh my god, are you alright? Not physically. As opposed to... Spiritually? You know, spiritually? My soul sings with a taste of adventure. I feel connected to my ancestors who escaped Plato's cave. Yeah, that's definitely not how that went. Yep, she's fine. Come on, let me help you get up. What did you even trip over, dummy? I don't know, I kind of panicked when I heard the rocks falling and forgot we were even looking for anything. You forgot you were... Hold on. Oh no, that's really not good. Jane, where are you going? Come on, come on. There has to be something here. Just follow me. I think Sarah might have found it. Everyone point their flashlight to the right. There's something carved up top. M-E-B. Carves her initials on that pear-shaped tree. I was so stupid. She told us where to find it all along. Let me help you. This is it. This little wooden box. Whatever she thought was important enough to hide from everyone, it's in here. Do you have the key? Yeah. Do I just... Open it! Open it! What? A tape? I bet it's a mixtape, but only with Mazzy Star songs. She wouldn't. She left us a clue. It has to be some important recording, otherwise she wouldn't have bothered. Well then, let's listen to it. Go on, play it, Janie. Okay, okay. Let me just stop. Thank you for listening. If you liked this episode, please leave a short review. The Cassette Diaries is written, produced, and scored by Isabella Pantoja and directed by Nicholas Menescal. The voice of Jane is Raquel Romero. Find out who plays Ada, Sarah, Mary, and Lydia and Charlie over on our Instagram at the Cassette Diaries. See you next time.